Welcome to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and how's it going? <laughs> I haven't done that in so long, y'all. Mm, mm, mm. So, welcome back. <laughs> I had to take a break. I had to take a break. I had to what? I had to let life life honey and baby let me tell you it's been it's been a crazy month i would say like i needed to take may off and just like rest and to let things develop and let things sort itself out and obviously like we're still doing that but before i dip into the story make sure to go follow nude radio on Instagram and Twitter at Nude Radio 101. And also make sure to follow and show some love to my personal page on Instagram at Kenny Heflin. <sighs> and then, of course, most importantly, subscribe, share Nude Radio to all of your friends, your family, your lovers, whatever the fuck. Like, let's get it out because I have some great announcements. We are now on about two different platforms. Uh-huh. Clap, 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 clap. Mm-hmm. And yes, I've just been getting like offers and some stuff that I'm looking to announce later on. But it's some things in the works with new radio and I'm excited and can't wait to share that with you guys. And um, I just want to thank you all for just riding this wave, this roller coaster that is life and nude radio and just, you know, keeping up with the journey. And I just hope that, you know, we are just continuously making upwards trajectories to success and positivity and all of those beautiful things. And I wish that for y'all too, you know, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So baby, (laughs) Also, there's this new feature that you guys are able to use if you happen to listen to Nude Radio. And depending on which platforms uh, that you're listening to, uh, you can now send questions to the podcaster. So I actually had a few different questions that's coming through and some that came through already, but I'm still learning exactly how to how to use this and stuff. It's kind of cool because it's in a way like a call in. But, you know, anywho. Uh, how do I start? Like, I don't even know. Where... <laughs> I'm F I Y'all know that song. Fuck nigga free. It's cute. That's like a, that's the summer bop right there. I think that's what we're going to name this episode. Because let me tell you, this has been a month. This has been a month. I had to, when I tell you, okay, I think I may have mentioned it at the beginning of season three when I said that I had certain predictions back in like late December about like how this year was going to go, at least like the first half. You know, my third eye was doing this thing, right? And my spidey senses were tingling and all of that shit. And I just felt like, you know, okay, I think I mentioned that I had predictions, but I never went into detail on what the predictions were. So now that things are starting to kind of like balance out. You know, I think we're on the back end of said predictions. I guess I can speak on it now. Okay. So we're going to catch you guys up on this shit. Okay. Cause it's interesting. So back in December, I predicted that this first half of the year was going to be quite an interesting journey. I predicted that I was going to 
start like obviously you know working with like multiple clients and uh, you know fucking balancing multiple contracts and the money was just going to be flowing in and all that stuff or whatever which did which totally did okay that was crazy that i was actually doing that but i had to make it happen right so that was one of the situations another one is that i was going to I guess like, cause you know, I got thrusted back into the streets. We know how that went. Um, so listen, I like fell from the sky, like splattered onto the streets, honey. Cause this has been a very interesting, uh, first few months of the year. (laughs) Just saying it's been fun, but uh, anywho, that was gone. Okay. So basically I was going to have this new self-discovery. I was healing and all this shit and trying to do all this work on myself and blah, 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 blah. In the meantime, in between time, I was definitely going to be treating myself to all the desires that I felt that I needed to, you know, feel because I had neglected that part of myself and I just wanted to get back in the game. And basically, you know, that had happened, you know, I've really started doing things that I had never done before. I got out here. I know my friends, I think I mentioned it like on one of our other episodes, like the dating apps episode, when all my friends were just like, get back into doing this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not ready. (laughs) No, I'm so heartbroken. No, I'm not ready. So I've never been a dater tons of dates you know um the first few months of like the year and stuff met some great people all that shit nice guys you know all that shit cute and then what happened (laughs) again a fun first few months of the year (laughs) maybe a little too much yeah and i just i don't know i needed i was i was hungry i was hungry but i felt like that was gonna be like the first few months of like the year for me and then towards i would say like towards like april-ish or whatever like i was gonna get uh, a little visitor from the past an ex uh-huh yeah the one from season one that one yeah that one <laughs> that was gonna happen that's what i was gonna call the first wave right um <laughs> i called that the first wave and then i felt that after the first wave the second wave was gonna happen and that was my second relationship that was gonna you know kind of just like show its head and then it would be some type of confusion and some type of like nervousness and me feeling like I'm caught up in between a rock and a hard place and just like being just all fucked up in the head like trying to make decisions with the with your mind and thinking with your heart and not you know like all that stupid ass shit like I felt like that was going to happen and then it was going to be like some third little razzle dazzle thrown in there because you know how life likes to do shit uh to you uh just add a little spice um you know because it's character development right that's what i call it when life is trying to be very difficult for me i just happen to call it character development so the first wave was going to come we know how that was going to go The second wave was going to come. I felt like I knew how that was going to go. And then had some razzle-dazzle, possibly. And then around May, like the end of May, going into June, that all the shit that I had been doing the first few months of the year was going to stop. I'll just say that. All of that shit was going to stop. All the little... You know, all my escapades and all that stuff or whatever, you know, 
the excursions and all that was just going to stop. It was going to slow the fuck down. And that was not only with work, like doing the fact that I came into this new year, just like overworking myself, like, you know, really, um, I did it because I wanted to, but obviously I did it as a distraction as well. And it kind of offered as a distraction, but at the same time, it didn't because my mind still has time to think about many things, which gets on my fucking nerves sometimes or most times actually it does. But I felt like, you know, all the work that I was subjecting myself to and like just, you know, burying myself in just all these tasks and whatnot, that that was going to like come to a pause like it was going to stop being so heavy all the stuff that i felt that i needed to do at the beginning of this new year was going to stop you know and i felt like i was going to smoothly transition into something that i was actually very comfortable with what i've been looking for which i i feel like you know for example i've been looking to you know be fully remote again like how i was in 2020 and I got like, I mean, this hybrid shit is cute, it's great, but at the same time, I'm trying to, you know, be out here like popping poom poom on a Mafi coast. Like, I'm trying to be, you know, up in the fucking fucking Caribbean islands and shit in, in fucking Brazil and in fucking, I want to go to Nigeria. Like, I, I have plans. I have plans, y'all. Shit. And I'm not trying to take no PTO. Like, I want to just be able to work from wherever, remotely, respectfully. So that was the goal that I was working towards this entire few months of the first uh, few months of the year. At least I would say that. So that was going to start doing this thing, which I will give you an update. It is starting to go that way. Things are trending out positively. I will say fingers crossed. Also, in that like love department type shit like that, all that the sex, love, relationship side, you know, everything that makes nude radio, nude radio. Again, all the things that I was doing at the beginning of the new year. That was going to stop towards the end of May going into June. Things were going to start looking a lot different, right? And it's just so funny, like how at this moment I've been because, you know, I told you I've been importing all my episodes into these new platforms that have been reaching out to me. Um, this marks like one year of that crazy fucking story from last year where, you know, uh, the guy that I was talking to, you know, knowingly got fucked by my friend. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh, what is it called? We could have been something like that. Yeah. That episode in season two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? It's funny because like he actually reached out and um, on Snapchat of all places. I didn't even know that I had him on Snapchat for that long. But anywho. Yeah, he was like reaching out and talking or whatever and just like updating me on his life and telling me that he's like back in America, whatever the case is. And I'm just like, okay, that's cute. That's great. I'm not mad at him anymore. I'm not mad at him. Um, mm. Niggas be, you know, niggas be fucking up. But niggas go nick. But we know how tacky that shit was. Very traumatic, child. Very traumatic. But it's just crazy that this has been a year and having to revisit that episode to post on like those new platforms. It was just like, wow, like this has really been a fucking year. This is nuts. Anywho. Again, I'm fuck nigga free. Right. So let's get into it. So D. Mm hmm. Yeah. Him. Uh, he felt the need to reach out and uh, have just nothing but confusion yet again. Uh, Me, of course, being the bigger person, wanting to be the adult in the room per usual and trying to be understanding. (sighs) After like three, I think 
when I tell you that came and went, like totally came and went, something that totally like just like popped up was like, all right, whatever, you know, here it is. I'm not sure what I want. I still want you. What do you still have feelings for me? Like, wait, what? Didn't you just say that you didn't hit me up uh, because of the simple fact that you like, huh? It was so fucking confusing. I basically got confronted because he had listened to an episode. I don't know which he didn't. He didn't remember which episode, but I did talk shit about him in a few episodes in season one. And I do know that in season two, but he had listened to the episode and, you know, he felt some type of way and and all that shit. But then he had came to realize that he, the only reason why he felt that type of way is because he knew that everything I was saying was right and all that shit. Because, again, there's no reason for me to lie about shit like this is an, an audio journal, if, if you if you will. I mean, we made our mistakes. I made my mistakes. I didn't have I I had my shortcomings and he definitely had his pitfalls. So, child, by that third conversation, when I tell you I've never been driven to drink. And it's just crazy because, like, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Like, I I don't know what. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything from that interaction. I wasn't expecting too much from the fact that he had re-followed me on Instagram for like what the fifth time I think or some shit I don't fucking I've lost count at this point it was just crazy because you know I was at my dad's and it was like during um what was it was it Grammy weekend which weekend was that yeah it was uh the weekend of the Grammys yes because I was in Vegas yes and um yeah back in April yeah and I'm chilling my daddy and stuff or whatever and I see he done follow me. I'm like, oh shit. So of course I call my girls. I'm like, bitch, you would never fucking guess who the fuck done unblocked me on Instagram. First off, there was no reason to ever block me, but okay. Um, who done unblocked me and followed me on Instagram. And you know, my girls who know, like, and y'all know, obviously it's just like, oh him, what does he want? I'm like, bitch, I don't know. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> I'm not saying shit, but of course how he is, he waited a few days and then wanted to passively, you know, reach out and, and comment on a post that I made or some shit like that. Like, oh, I didn't know you were in Vegas. I was just in Vegas. Okay, that's cute. Baby. We we caught up. It was cute, you know. Talked. How you been? I've been great. Been going through this. Been, okay, cool. Right, all right. You know, and second conversation obviously was just okay me realizing that okay you have not changed because first off and this isn't a bad thing the whole going with the flow like that's he i think he dropped that going with the flow thing right he dropped that about bitch like eight times in that fucking facetime and I started laughing and he was like, why are you laughing? I, and I was just like shaking my head. I'm like, wow, you're still, you're still the same. And that's when I realized that here it is. He had never changed because that's him. That is, that's how he shows up in this world. Like that's him. And this is a situation where it's like either you accept this person for who they are or you don't. Or you accept the fact that y'all just aren't compatible in a romantic way. And that is where I had drew the line. You know, I had came to the conclusion, like, look, this is who you are. A, I have to accept that, you know, you obviously um are a great person in your own right, obviously, because we would not have dated or anything like that if you weren't a great person at some point, right? And I was just open to, I told him, like, I remember telling him at the end of that call, I'm just like, look, like, you know, um, you, you fucking, I mean, I don't know, like, <laughs> I'll talk to you when I talk to you and I see you when I see you. 
And I meant that. And he overexplained himself like a few days later. And I didn't know exactly where that was coming from and then called me. And I thought that this was just going to be like a lighthearted conversation. I was on the phone running my mouth with, with my friend Jojo. And I'm just like, wait, girl, let me call you back. Like he calling. And it was just a bunch of fucking shit. Like it was a bunch of him basically wanting me in the ways that he said that he didn't. Because at first he said on a, on the second call that, you know, him coming back around was not just for the sole purpose to be back with me and that it wasn't him purposely being like, oh, let me fuck with Kenny. Because like I told him, if that was your purpose, then you're a really fucked up individual. And I'm like, wait, so I'm on the third call. I'm like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? Like, I, I had answered the phone, like laughing. He was like, why are you laughing? I'm like, oh, nothing. Like, what's up? You know? And from there, it just went downhill. And basically this man wanted me to, he, he wanted me to revert to what we were and where we were back in 2019 when we first met. Now, mind you, on our first call, I told him, I'm like, look, I'm doing this new thing where I'm being present. I'm not speaking anything into the future. Do I have my predictions? Yes, I do. I'm not going to share those with you because he did ask. And I just remember I was just like, look, like we are two years older and stuff like that or whatever. Like we obviously have history and all that great stuff. But at the end of the day and the beginning of the day, okay, most importantly, I'm open to us just knowing each other, like, you know, and getting to know the new versions of ourselves, like, and not going into that romantic shit. That's not what I, that's not what I wanted, you know? And I thought I do. And I guess like, I shouldn't feel guilty, but like, do I feel a certain type of way about me opening up Pandora's box? Yes and no, but because I I feel like he still would have came back around if I didn't, you know, respond back to him in December, like in late December, because honestly, I was going through so much in December. It was fucking ridiculous. And I had just came out of a relationship and I was just hurt like a motherfucker and I had a moment of weakness and I responded back to him because he had sent a message like months before and I ignored them and everything like that and I was just at a very vulnerable and very weak space in my life at that moment and I was also like fucking feverish from fucking COVID this was like right before Christmas and um, I'm sitting on my my couch fucking isolated with like a hundred and three degree temperature and fucking heartbroken. And it was just a mixture of many things. And I had a moment of weakness where I did respond to him. You know, we caught up and everything like that it was very casual. Nothing. We didn't go into all of that stuff or whatever. We didn't go into too much detail, but we just caught up. And I don't know, like, and that happened. We basically, you know, was just like, fuck. All right. You've been doing good. I've been doing good. Great. Cool. Got it. And then we chatted on Christmas. And then from there, we didn't talk after that. We didn't talk from, yeah, until like fucking, yeah, when he reached out like mid April. I want to say. So do I feel like I opened up Pandora's box? Yes, in a way. But then at the same time, he still would have fucking came back around. And. Again, I was just in a space, in a dark space where I needed to fill an emotional void because. I just needed that. You know, that was the way I was trying to figure out how to cope with my new reality at that at that moment. And again, it was on some casual shit, very casual, short conversation. But I don't know. I mean, whatever. It happens. 
and I can't really fault myself too much thinking back on it, but to think back to the first conversation where I was like, look, we haven't this two years later, nigga. Okay. Like we can, we can talk like, you know, again, like we can be cool. And it's just funny that by that third conversation, like this dude literally wanted us to go and and go back. I mean, when I talk about regress back to where we were in 2019, like the whole setup that we had, I wasn't feeling it. That was not, that's not what I want. That's not where I'm at, you know? And I'm like, so you do. Oh, so you did want me back. So you did want me back. Wow. So all that time you was talking all that shit that you didn't like that shit was annoying as fuck. Like you didn't have to fucking say all this shit for no fucking reason. Like the fuck nigga, like (sighs) he was overwhelmed. He literally had like a fucking panic attack. I was literally telling him on the phone, like, calm down, breathe, breathe, breathe. I'm like, look, two years later, I'm I'm totally fine with the idea of us like, you know, having lunch or something like that or whatever, you know, and even though that conversation was overwhelming, I get it. You know, he just was at a space where he wanted me to be okay and comfortable moving at his slow pace because of his anxiety, because of the fact that he gets overwhelmed. And like I told him, I'm like, look. Rather, you're my my platonic friend or my romantic partner. I'm going to always encourage you to grow and evolve. I'm going to always push you to be a better version of yourself. You know, I empathize and I see exactly where you're coming from and stuff. But I expect that of my friends and of my romantic partners, I'm going to do that for you. You're not exempt. This isn't going to be the most uncomfortable conversation that you're going to have or that we're going to have. But and I try to tell him, like, even though this conversation is overwhelming and I get that you're having a fucking panic attack and stuff like that conversation was so tense. It was it was the equivalent to watching a turtle rip itself out of its own shell like that is what it sounded like over the phone listening to this grown man, damn near 40 years old, this grown man finally express his emotions and his feelings. And I really just wanted to, obviously I'm no psychologist or therapist and stuff. Like I'm not a professional in that type of way, but my compassion aside wanted to just get to, I don't know. Like I I had so many questions because I was like, damn, fuck this is what it's like for you to express this like this that was painful y'all and i needed to get a drink i've never been driven to get a fucking drink before but i needed to do it and of course you know i told him like look this conversation as overwhelming as it was as frustrating as it could have been it was actually constructive but He didn't feel that, you know, he felt that um, he had exposed himself too much and he he kind of regretted the conversation or whatever. But I guess like a week later, he unfollowed me yet again because I don't know. I went to a trip and I don't. (laughs) But. I had to block his ass. Yet again, I had to block him this time. I'm like, we not doing this. We not doing this anymore at all block blockity block block can't no it's a lot of fucking zombies that i should have just kept in the grave you feel me and with all this shit like i just feel like sometimes it's a lot of people that i just should have kept in the dms like i i hate to say that but it's just I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously we have like our life lessons and stuff like that. And and I don't regret those, but sometimes you can't help but think. Nigga, I should have kept you in the fucking DMs. But again, life lessons, character development. I had to 
take that situation and, and look into the positive and stuff. And I had to, you know, let go of resentment from my second relationship. I had to let go of that. I felt that that was necessary. You know, I had to do what was best for myself. And I had to make the attempt to reach out and to rectify any misunderstandings, any misconceptions, um, all of that, any assumptions, any like all of that. I had to release that anger and that resentment that I had built up towards my most recent ex. And I, I needed to get that off of me because I needed to clear my mind. I needed to cleanse my fucking spirit because that shit was being weighed the fuck down by just again, like past hurt and trauma. Like I wanted to move the fuck forward. So that happened. And here it was, we were like on a really good, I guess, track to just being cool and all that stuff or whatever, just being casual, which was great. And I think that that was like fundamental and um, just good for us, at least. And um, I mean, you know, things are what they're going to be. And uh, we'll just say that. But I know. Shit, motherfuckers going to do what they're going to do. We're going to say that. Okay, we're going to say that. So, <laughs> oh, we got a question. So someone says, you speak about the razzle-dazzle. Are you dating someone new? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to... Hmm, how do I say this? I'm not going to speak on that. I'm not going to touch on that particular topic as of yet I just feel like I don't know I just feel like with I don't know like sharing sharing that obviously you know we've been together for three seasons here at New Radio and being that the topics are going to be Strictly about love, sex, and relationships. Most importantly, about my experiences with love, sex, and relationships. I get how that question is necessary, but I just feel like in the past, I may have prematurely spoke on things. And do I regret, like, when I, again, having to revisit these old episodes on putting them onto, like, new platforms and stuff... I just, I don't know, like, I, I don't, I feel like I may have spoken too soon or I may prematurely, like, put things out there or whatever, but at the same time, I just feel like it, being at what we talk about on here and what you guys look for and, and keep up with, um, you know, I just, it would have been inauthentic. It would have been inauthentic because I would have me not speaking on those experiences in season two, for example, and even season one. I feel like, you know, I would have did a disservice to myself and to you guys as nudists and and loyal listeners. I, I would have done a disservice for all of us because I would have been keeping out, you know content worthy material my own personal experiences my own personal stories and that's the reason why we are who we are here at new radio right so i don't necessarily regret speaking on those things because again like this was my experience um in season one and season two and i think right now like I, obviously like i wouldn't want to have it be like a year later and God forbid something happens if I'm dating someone or whatever and some shit goes awry and then I get on this fucking mic and say, oh yeah, by the way, you're my ex of one year or whatever. And then y'all thinking like the fuck nigga, you done been in a relationship for how long? For a year? And you didn't tell us? That's a year worth of material. 
Does it your versus what the stories <laughs> of episode worthy material and content? I'm not gonna do that to y'all. But I just feel like, you know, maybe if and whenever something significant happens, I'll speak on it. But I'm not gonna really get into that that part of it. I'm not gonna, you know, dab too much into it. But just know that, like I said, things are a lot different from how they were. Because like I say, the first few months of the year, I had to get comfortable back in my own skin. I had to get comfortable back in my own body and what that looked like sharing my body and stuff like that or whatever. And (sighs) did I overshare? Yes. I guess. Maybe I did. I don't know. But whatever. I don't regret none of those stories. None of those experiences. Um... But I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. Again, things have literally slowed the fuck down. So that's why I say the predictions have been on point at this, like literally on point to, to date. But it's just weird because uh, I don't know. I think about the fact that traveling for example i want to travel this year like i want to travel even more than i did last year you know like i got to travel to houston uh where else did i go i went to i haven't went back to dallas yet i'm supposed to be going back to dallas very soon um i went to the desert which i'll touch on that in a minute um (laughs) and i was supposed to i went to dc there's a trip in DC. You know, I told you guys that I made a ton of friends from Clubhouse. And at this point now, like we've all become actual friends and like a traveling group of friends at that. You know, it's no longer like acquaintances, like little buddies from Clubhouse or whatever. Like it's we're beyond Clubhouse now at this point. And it's just, you know, because of all the experiences that we've shared, you know, last year and whatnot and all the engagements and interactions and whatnot, like it's been great. So I got to link up with them in Houston. That was fun for one of our friend's birthdays. I got to uh, link up. uh, Well, at least I wanted to link up in um, in fucking uh, D.C., but. I had some last minute changes, uh, you know, because it was Memorial Day. It just happened like a, a couple weeks ago. And I had total FOMO, like total FOMO. So basically, I was supposed to be in D.C. having a good old fucking time because I planned on having a time, honey. Listen, I planned on having a good time in D.C., but I had to... Uh, I had to do some things for for the family, you know, my dad had uh, called me and he was talking about his birthday and it was going to be his 75th birthday. And my dad just I feel like I've talked about him before on the show, but my dad is really chill, very nonchalant, very late the fuck back. Like my dad does not he at least he doesn't appear excited about many things like he's excited about his children me and my sister like he's excited about his grandkids or a family but my dad like he doesn't talk about birthdays and all this shit or whatever so it was interesting that my dad had called me and was talking about what he wanted to do for his birthday and presents that he wanted or gifts or whatever right and i remember thinking to myself and i didn't think too deep into it but i just remember thinking that like my daddy never talks about his birthday. Like that's, this is different. You know, I don't know if it was because it was like a milestone birthday because again, my dad is turning 75 and that's my little old man. I love that man to death. And I remember getting off the phone, like, okay, I I guess I'll get him something for his birthday. Right. So the next day comes and my older sister, she's like, 
oh yeah, what are you doing, you know, Memorial Day weekend? I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to be in DC. And she was like, oh, well, I was thinking about surprising dad for his birthday. Um, you know, I haven't been out there and I haven't seen him in this, in X amount of months and years and stuff or whatever. And I want to surprise him. Like, I think that this would be a really good idea. So I was about two weeks from the date of going to DC. So at that moment, I'm like telling my sister, I'm like, well, he actually did mention his birthday, which is weird. You know, she was like, oh yeah, so let's do that. So I dropped my plans to go to DC and end up going to Vegas instead to spend time with him and spend time with my sister. And let me tell you, he was so, so happy. Like I was on the verge of tears, like probably three times seeing him so happy and he was actually surprised that we we got him because he wasn't looking forward to none of that you know so that was beautiful but you know i got to see like all my friends were having such a great time in dc and stuff and i was just like oh my god should have been there but then i'm like no i'm doing what's actually important and being a good friend and you know what I'm actually glad that I didn't go to D.C., even if it wasn't my dad's birthday. It's just a lot of reasons why I'm glad I didn't go, because I, I really just feel like God was protecting me. We just going to say that. But I just felt like, you know, I just saw these guys a few weeks ago in Joshua Tree, which didn't end up speaking on that. <laughs> I never touched on Joshua Tree. I know a lot of people from Clubhouse who listen to Nude Radio and who listen to the Palm Springs recap episode last season wanted me to do a recap on Joshua Tree. So I guess I'll give that to y'all. <laughs> Ooh, Joshua Tree was a movie. Ooh, Lord have mercy. It was a movie, honey. It was a big old gay movie. Gays in the desert. Two houses, a classy house, quote unquote, and a ratchet house. <laughs> I didn't want to speak too much on Joshua Tree because the thing is, it was different. Like that, it would not really been much to really speak on, honestly, because with the Palm Springs, the Sneaky Links and Palm Springs episode, go check it out if you never heard it. It's season two, Sneaky Links and Palm Springs. In that episode, I talked about my experiences and the shit that I did. See, Joshua Tree was different. That's why I didn't even want to talk about it on the fucking show because it wasn't much to talk about. Like, besides what I saw people doing, because I didn't do shit. I didn't do a fucking thing. I, when I tell you I ain't kiss nobody, I ain't suck nobody, I ain't eat nobody, I ain't fuck nobody, ain't nobody kiss, suck, or fuck on me, or none of that. None of that. Did I stir the pot? Did I, did I throw shade? Like, did I offer great conversation? Did I get people to streak? You know, yes. Um, I'm like a party favor. That's all I was there for. And... Mainly because it was, again, it was people from Clubhouse. And like the thing is, we are now a group of friends. But because of that group of friends, like everybody talks, everybody talks and everybody tells people shit. Like, for example, like I say, DC just passed. When I tell you the next day that people start leaving DC, I start getting calls, phone calls, starting at seven o'clock in the morning. I was still in the bed before I even got out the bed to go to work. I was getting phone calls all fucking day. All fucking day. Literally. I had talked to about seven people that damn day. Six of the seven people had called me to fill me in on everything that happened in D.C., all the gossip, all the speculations, all that shit, right? Shit like that is why I didn't do anything in Joshua Tree 
That's one of the reasons. Because I just feel like, you know what? I'm not fucking with no more fucking clubhouse niggas. We know how to fucking win. You can't really trust their ass like that. We not doing that no more. We not doing that no more. First and foremost. And then. I know I'm not the only one that y'all fucking calling. So if I had done X amount of things in Joshua Tree. Guess the fuck what? Motherfuckers would have been saying, Kenny did this. Kenny did that. It was speculated this that he was doing that. Guess what? Kenny didn't do a motherfucking thing. And I got so happy with the idea that I don't have to fuck on every trip. I don't have to fuck when I, when I travel. I don't got to do that. That's not necessary. I went there to have a good time. I went there to have a good fucking time and I had a, I had a great time, a great fucking time. I watched everybody else do their things, you know, but y'all wasn't going to tie me like people, people were not about to tie me into, you know, any rumors or speculations of Kenny doing shit. People were not about to be up here talking about, oh yeah, uh, Kenny was in this orgy or that orgy. Because there were two. <laughs> First and foremost, I don't do orgies. I don't, I don't like the group sex. I've tried it, which we talked about in uh, sex parties and orgies in season one. And that was the first and last time I ever fucking explored that. That's not my scene. And I was one of a couple tops on a trip in a house full of bottoms and and versus which, you know, I call the versus bottom adjacents, you know, them. And people were trying to. People were trying to fuck. But I wasn't giving in. People were trying to have me stay over at the house. People were trying to invite me to the other house. Bitch. You know. A friend that I thought was a friend was trying to, damn, you know, the last night. I wasn't about to drive back to L.A. Shit, I he was like, well, you can sleep in the bed with me since such and such is, is leaving. I got in the bed to go to sleep. I didn't know this friend, you know, it's it like one of the friends from like back east. I didn't know he was up there like he liked me like that. I don't know. Shit. He's up there rubbing on my dick. I said, mm <laughs> I faked like I was asleep. I started snoring. I wasn't even asleep, but I, I acted like I was asleep. And I'm like, I didn't know you was feeling me like that. Like, y'all just horny. Y'all just horny. People just, uh, I don't know. I just didn't want to, for the optics you know, and out of respect, which I guess, you know, I give respect when some respect is not earned. Just out of respect, just out of consideration and again, out of discipline and growth from my side, I didn't succumb to none of the temptation that was handed to me. And I just, I didn't want to have that connection yet again to anybody within that friend group and with anybody gossiping about what I did, who I did. Kenny do shit. Kenny went back to his hotel, which was 30 fucking minutes down the goddamn road, which first off, we not doing Joshua Tree no more. No shade. Joshua Tree is cute, like little Yucca Valley. Cute little spot. That's my first time. We got to do Palm Springs again because Palm Springs is like small and everything's like right there and shit. And Joshua Tree is like way too far and it's spread apart. It's too much. Like Kenny took his ass back to his hotel every fucking night by himself. Okay. The fuck? And woke the fuck up by myself <laughs> and met up with the boys. 
And I don't know if seeing those pictures or videos from Instagram, if if D felt some type of way about that, and that's why he unfollowed me, or it was a mix of a bunch of things. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Like I I can't I guess I can't really get into too many people's I can't get into nobody's head. I, I, I try to understand motherfuckers. And that's the thing. Can we talk about that? The unnecessary weirdness has got to stop. I am one of the most understanding as motherfuckers that you would ever fucking meet. That you would ever fucking meet. Being weird, being strange, hiding out, avoiding like a child, running away, closing up, the list goes to fuck on. Weird ass behavior is unnecessary with me. You don't have to act like that. We don't have to be like that. At all. At all. So shit like that really just made me say, you know what? It's a reason why he is who he is to you. Block. Weird ass shit. You don't have to be weird with me. We literally could have been just mature fucking adults who have history and know each other and whatever. So whenever you move back to L.A. or whatever the case is, then, you know. We can actually be civil. But now. Motherfuckers want to act weird. And since he listens to the show, which I, I thought that he didn't. You hear what I said. Don't act weird. Be better. <laughs> or how our former first lady, Melania Trump, said, be best. <laughs> Bitch, shut up. But nah. All that weird shit, it's unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. I just, look, I'm just in a phase of life where I'm trying to have a good fucking time. A good time. I'm trying to, when I tell you this summer, I'm trying to pussy pop on a handstand. I'm trying to pat the poom poom. I'm trying to throw my ass in a circle. I'm I'm trying to motherfucking, what I say, scrub the ground. I want to do all those things, honey. All of them. <laughs> all the things. Shit. The fuck? I got a trip to New York. I got a trip to motherfucking D.C. I have a trip to Houston again. I have a fucking um, trip to Detroit for a family reunion in August. Where else am I going? I was planning on going to Miami before Miami's carnival, which that's in October. I want to go to Miami like maybe like one of the weekends in July or maybe August or something. We'll see. The flights in Miami, not that, not that uh, bad. And plus I still have like a credit for this hotel um, for 50% off that I need to use before that year comes up, which like I say, They'll be in October, so I want to go to Miami twice this year, basically. But I'm trying to do my thing, you know? Like, I'm I'm trying to live life, and I'm trying to, again, I'm, I want this show to keep growing. I want the audience to keep being, you know, loyal audience and, and helping grow this show and stuff. I mean, because we're growing from a very organic way like i mean it's it's doing this thing and i'm so grateful for y'all i'm so appreciative of y'all you feel me like i'm trying to you know get these life experiences and stuff in or whatever and that's why i needed to take this fucking break because i didn't know what the fuck was going on i still actually don't know what the fuck is going on i really don't you know i'm back out here in the world that's been cute Shit. I'm trying to move forward. 
the best that I can, I guess. You know, I'm trying to fucking resolve unresolved fucking traumas and and things and fucking clear out baggage and all that shit because that's not fucking fair to anybody that's in the that's coming to me in the future i don't want to do what's been done to me before you know i don't want to be the bad guy but it's sometimes i feel like i don't know sometimes i feel like people want the bad guy sometimes i feel like people want and only respect men, whether you're fucking heterosexual, homosexual, whatever the fuck your persuasion is. Like sometimes I feel like people want the bad guy. Like they want a guy who has edge and grit and all that stuff or whatever. Like niggas, I feel like people only respond to the drama. The negativity, the shade, you know, I feel like motherfuckers like only like me when I'm not really giving them that much attention when I'm and it's not that I do it on purpose. It's just I don't be knowing motherfuckers. You know, dudes be sliding my DMs every fucking day, all day. I don't ask for this shit. Now, of course, again, I'm speaking of through privilege, right? But again, unnecessary, unwarranted. You should see the damn, you should see the shit that I be fucking seeing every damn day. The fuck? So, it's not me being cold, it's not me being standoffish or anything like that, it's just, I don't know you. But people, people like when I, I don't know. It's like people don't respect when I'm being considerate of them, when I'm being respectful of them, when I'm being um, accommodating and trying to treat them as priority and I'm listening to them and I'm trying to be understanding and trying to be a safe space for them and all that shit. It's like motherfuckers, they don't respect that. That's what it seems like. Obviously, I'm not speaking for everybody, but it just seems like that's what the boys want. Now, of course, that's not the type I would never when I tell you I would never go after somebody who wants the bad guy because that's toxic as fuck. I don't want that. I'm not about to be toxic for you to love me. (laughs) We're not doing that. You know, but people like that, that snarky standoffish side of me when I'm just getting to know you, because, again, I'm just getting comfortable to you. I'm just warming up to you. They like that. Hmm. That's what it seemed like. Because motherfuckers be switching the fuck up. Niggas be switching up. Should be annoying. And I'd be up there like, wait, where, where, where is the dude that was doing this, this, and this, and this to get my attention? Where'd he go? I want to talk to him again. <laughs> Where'd he go? Shit, I like that dude. That's the dude that you introduced me to. Like, sometimes I'd be wondering, like, is this all an act or some shit? Because you got niggas who are on Instagram, on Twitter, as of recently, bragging and boasting about causing chaos and and trauma to their exes and and dudes that they love and all that shit like some dark ass shit when i tell you like i've been looking i'm i've been looking just observing just observing and i'm like these niggas are psychopaths like the shit that i saw the other day with one of the dudes who I'm cool with, but I can't stand behind the way he go about shit. Cause I was like, wait, he's literally laughing about the fact that he causes traumatic experiences to 
everyone he dates and he wants them to forgive him and take him back so he can do it some more. And he mad that they not taking him back. Bitch, I said, I done heard enough. I done heard enough. When I tell you therapy is needed, bitch, uh, intervention is needed. Uh, exorcism is needed. That was some demonic ass shit. Like, I remember I was just observing all of this and soaking it all in. And I was triggered. I was so fucking triggered. I'm like, niggas are purposely being the devil on purpose. When I tell you the shit was crazy. I'm like, this is some dark sided ass fucking shit. This is some demonic ass energy child. This is wicked energy. <laughs> Like, who the fuck does that? I don't know. I got one of the niggas up there talking about um, he been in a, a damn relationship for who knows how long. And he wanted me to come to his job and fuck him in the bathroom. Meanwhile, uh, I don't know talking about like trying to negotiate what he what he want me to do to him if his booty not clean then he can give me some sloppy toppy at his work in the bathroom and his boyfriend who last time I checked because I remember asking they're not in an open relationship they're monogamous quote unquote it's thinking, oh, my man is at work. He working. Yeah, he working, all right. When I tell you I stayed my black ass on that couch and shook my head, I said, wow. That's crazy. You know, I'm a pick, I'm a pick with you. I'm a I'm a I'm a tease. I'm a I'm a pick with you and shit like that. I'm gonna talk my shit. But he was serious. And that was scary. The fact that one of my dudes from that's been around since 2016, you know, up there talking about, oh, yeah, uh, this, this and this with, with his with his boyfriend and shit like that. I'm looking on Twitter. Boyfriend. <laughs> Did you have a boyfriend? <laughs> when you get a boyfriend, because you wasn't acting very boyfriendy. <laughs> Again, niggas thinking, oh, my man, my man, my man, bitch, your man left you for dead. The fuck? You thinking that your man out having a good time? Meanwhile, he just up there cheating. Mm, 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 mm. That bothers me. That bothers me. And I don't I don't know. I've had my I've had my moments where I was weak to the flesh. You know how the Bible will say I was weak to the flesh. And I've knowingly, you know, went with I don't know, because that's the thing, niggas be lying. They'll have a boyfriend. They'll say like, oh, yeah, like we in an open relationship or whatever, because they'll say things. They'll say whatever they need to say to get what they want. Right. And it's just like they'll say all of that to get what they want. And then you find out like, oh, that's not actually the mm, got you. You a fuck ass nigga. That's why I say this episode is called fuck nigga free, especially since that's the new summer bop. Right. We fuck nigga free. Listen, we not doing that. We not doing that. And it's it's just all unnecessary. That's why I say the weird behavior. Stop it. Fucking stop it. Can we be fucking grown? Can we use our fucking words and communicate? Like adults. Shit. Stop the weird shit. But I know that's probably going to fall on deaf ears. Most likely. I know some people be listening, but 
They don't hear me though. They don't hear me. Mm-mm. Falling completely on deaf ears. But that's just what it is. Niggas gonna nig, honey. They gonna nig. They gonna nig. Ooh, they gonna nig. And that's why I'm just gonna keep a low profile as much as possible. <laughs> and like I say, as far as my current status, we just gonna keep that as a little mystery until or if anything significant happens. We're going to keep the suspense. We're going to keep it a mystery. <laughs> We're going to do that. <laughs> but just know that I am really excited about the future. I'm looking forward to, again, continuous growth. Continuous evolvement. And just ugh, like many blessings for not only me but to all of you you know for love for amazing life experiences for long lasting friendships and, and relationships you know like thriving careers right happy prosperous lives I want that not just for myself but I want that for all of you listening to new radio you know, and um, definitely want to end that. <laughs> I wanted to end the episode on a positive standpoint, but <laughs> we back. <laughs> We're back, y'all. So, <laughs> like I say, new radio's back. And this is fuck nigga free, right? Make sure to subscribe to new radio streaming on all platforms where you can listen to a podcast. Make sure to share this episode and the series of episodes with your friends, your family, your lovers, let your pets listen to it, whatever. I've I've heard that I had a calming voice. So I feel like this episode was yelling into the mic because I had some shit to get off my my chest. I had some shit to get off my chest, y'all. But I just needed to. But um, yes, make sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Nude Radio 101 and also on Instagram at Kenny Heflin. And I will see you guys later. Go ahead and slide in my DMs. And um, also uh, let me know if you need any more information on how to submit these questions as I do these live podcasts. It's a pretty cool feature. Like I said, I'm just now getting to learn it and I'll tell you guys more about it, but it's really cool. They can now get questions um, asked and we can now answer them through our podcast and stuff. It's really nice. Anywho, love you guys. Bye.